We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. episode of Light Ears. We're recording this at 5.30 on Sunday uh, Sunday evening, so if there is new news pertaining to James Wiseman after this comes out, not much to do about that. Uh, with that said, I have Kyle Madsen from Candlestick Chronicles sitting in for Andy Liu, and we have a special guest, Dr. Rajpal Brar from 3CB Performance. We've had Dr. Rajpal on before, um, sadly, to do with Clay Thompson. I really don't like having you come on regularly because it's like bear of bad news. But uh, with that said, how are you doing, Doc? Not too bad, man. I kind of hate myself at this point. I'm like the freaking the Grim Reaper when I come on here. Right. So so let's just get right into it now. So I, this isn't as bad as the Clay Thompson news. Uh, nothing can be kind of the gut punch that was the day before the season uh, or camp started. But here's what we know. James Wiseman has torn his meniscus. The Warriors have not ruled him out for the season yet. He is seeing specialists. So we do not we do not know the degree of the tear at this point, only um, that he's torn it. So Doc, can you start here? Because the meniscus is, it's, it's better, I guess, than tearing the ACL, but it, there's, there appears to be a large range of outcomes, right? Yeah, well, firstly, I actually thought this was good news when I saw the injury because he came down in a very awkward manner on the one leg. The reason I think he might not have he avoided a major injury was that he came down on the front of his foot and kind of rolled off of it. So it wasn't like that planted injury that we typically see. So, but with the meniscus, like you said, there's there's a large variance depending on two major things, the extent of the tear, how severe it is. And then secondly, also is the location of the tear as well. And so what they're going through right now is a triage of, there's some meniscus injuries with lesser severity that, that can scar down and you don't need a procedure for them and they're okay. But then if, it's decided he does need surgery 
then you have two options. Let's call the partial meniscectomy, meaning you remove that piece of tissue that's damaged or a meniscus repair where you repair the piece of tissue. The repair is only eligible for tears that are in a certain part of the meniscus on the periphery because there's blood flow to that area. Okay. Otherwise, the, that tissue won't repair. Interesting. So last night, um, Anthony Slater wrote on the injury. Um, Anthony, super reliable. He did say the internal belief within the Warriors was that the James Wiseman right knee injury wasn't too serious. So d- does that clue you into anything here? Or is that just kind of examination without MRI? They're, they're not really sure at that point. That tells me that they probably thought it, was, it wasn't a ligament. Okay. That's, that's, what, that's what I would think hearing that. So they go through all this testing on this meniscus. What's the best case scenario and what's the worst case scenario? Best case scenario is that it's that small tear we talked about that can scar down without surgery, possibly comes back, I would say maybe like three weeks-ish, right? Worst case scenario is if he has what's called a, if he needs removal of that piece of tissue on the lateral outer part of his knee. And so in that case, so the, the lateral outside of the knee with the meniscus, it has unique biomechanics where it's loaded a lot. And so if you have a piece of tissue on that part of your meniscus removed, studies show you can have a rel- there's you can have start to have changes in the knee within five years afterwards. So that's really the worst case scenario. Mm. Now with the best case, does that does that mean there's a chance he could see the floor again this season or is best case just he'll be recovered. Cause we have what five weeks left in the season until mm-hmm. the playoffs begin. The warriors are in the playing game. I don't really see a scenario in which they're not in the playing game, May 20th or 19th or whenever it begins. Do you think that is, is that at all possible considering it's he's torn something in his meniscus? Yeah, I, I think it is. And I think the fact that they're still assessing tells you that it may it might there might be some gray area there right now whereas if they had done i don't know if they've released if they had mri or not yet but if there was a severe tear they're likely a complex tear they're likely going to rule them out for surgery immediately so i I just don't i can't remember if they've if imaging was released i don't know how Woj and channel Woj and shams were part of the reporting on this they they did say that they did an mri they did not say any of it was released to the public. Just the result of the MRI was yeah. a tear to the meniscus and they're seeing specialists to determine next steps and they weren't ready to, you know, make any judgment. So I, I would, I would assume that means, it, you know, that it was, a, there's a little bit of gray area, right? Yeah. That's my assumption. That's, that's certainly my assumption. I would think if they saw an MRI and it was a complex you know, severe tear that immediately requires surgery, then you wouldn't even see this follow-up assessment. Is this something, I know I know. You were, when we talked about the worst case, you said it could wind up kind of changing the knee. If it's not that, is this something that he should be able to recover from fully? Yeah, very much so. I mean, meniscus injuries, yeah. I mean, they can cause irritation, have some swelling, but they're, they're quite common and, and players recover very well from them and they happen they happen so often as well that some of the procedures and rehab has really kind of become very very targeted and effective 
So I don't know if this, cause this is, you know, trying to read the tea leaves based on what's been released. And obviously no one's seen imaging. You haven't. Mm-hmm. So you're just speculating the fact that they haven't ruled him out for the entire season and all that sort of stuff. Are we to believe that this is um, not a Kristaps Porzingis or Jaron Jackson situation where it's just like they need the full surgery and they need four to six months. Yeah. I mean, honestly, Jaron Jackson, that, that's an intro. I'm, I'm not even sure right. what's going on. He had a repair. I don't know if you have any setbacks, but Porzingis had that three month repair. Right. And so it, it's hard to say. I mean, I would think they, I mean, let's say if the tear is like close to that zone where it can be repaired, but it might not be close enough, right? That might be part of why it's taking longer. It also might be an idea where, hey, is this tear, do the extent of it, is it possible where we don't need surgery here and it's can scar down, right? And so it could be either of those. And it's just difficult to know in that regard. If it is that full meniscus tear, can we assume he would not be playing in summer league, which is four months from now in the middle of August? I would think honestly, either way he's playing, to be honest with you. So the the average return timeline on a meniscus repair is about three months, little bit longer. If it's on the outer lateral side, typically maybe like three and a half ish. So uh, maybe he wouldn't be playing with that just because if they want to ramp him up a little bit slower, rather than have him jump into summer lead, which is still more intense. Any game you play is going to be more intense than a controlled rehab setting. So that might be a case where I could see that. And let's say if he, it's a good, good point. Let's say if he does have a repair and he's not playing in summer league, that to me right away would say, hey, he probably had a lateral repair. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, Dr. Rajpal, we appreciate you. You want to plug anything before we get out of here? Before we get out of here? Oh, yeah. I was going to say. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, I'll probably have a video on this tomorrow morning if anyone wants to check that out. Kind of just going through what we talked about and kind of a triage. You know, feel free to follow me on social media, 3CB performance. And so, you know, I, I went to Cal. So during the We Believe era. So. <laughs> I still follow the Warriors a little bit. No, I appreciate it. Those breakdowns are always great. Um, you know, sometimes morbid with injuries, but sometimes it's it's not the worst case. And hopefully that's the case really with not. James Wiseman. So I we agree, appreciate, I agree. appreciate you, Doc. Look, no one's perfect. Even the best baseball players strike out with the bases loaded. The best golfers sometimes three-putt with the tournament on the line. 
So if you feel like you're coming up short in the bedroom, sometimes it's perfectly okay. But if it's bothering you, there are options. Go to roman.com slash light years now. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to getroman.com slash lightyears and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving your home. Complete an online visit today to connect with the doctor and take care of it. Go to getroman.com slash lightyears and get $15 off your first month. Look, there's a straightforward way to take care of your ED. GetRoman.com slash light years. Get started now to save $15 off your first month of treatment. And we're back. Okay. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, Kyle. Short-term gut punch, but now I have a little optimism just in terms of next year. My biggest fear is it's the type of surgery that does not allow him to work on his game in the summer. That's why I asked about summer's league. Um, it'd be nice to have Wiseman for the rest of the season. Every minute he plays is valuable experience, but what really matters is he has that summer to really work on his game and, yeah. you know, maybe makes a bigger jump from year one to two, because we, we forget he had no summer league last year, the whole pandemic. He had just a weird rookie year. Like he, he's, primed to take a bigger step from year one to year two than your average player is. Yeah. And I think too, I had said on, on 95, seven, the game this morning, I said that I was already taking this as kind of like his freshman year of college. Right. Like it was just, I was just pushing his timeline down a year. This was the growing learning, you know, do whatever, any good stuff that came out of this year on the court is just kind of gravy. Mm-hmm. This, I think, I know they haven't ruled him out for the year, but I'm guessing he's done for the year. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking too. For the last week of the season, just to, I mean, get him healthy, get him right, and like you said, he needs he needs a ton of work this offseason. He needs to get into summer league. He needs to play in those games. So I I I think no matter what, he's probably done for the year. At least that's what I would I would do. Um, But like you said, the bigger deal is next year, and as long as this isn't something that's going to impact him there, I think that's that's. uh, Doc said it was good news off top, so that's kind of that's kind of how I felt too uh, when it wasn't an ACL or an MCL or something like that. That's how I feel. Like there's there's two angles to this. One, um, if it was a major knee surgery, and you're one of those people who think the Warriors are going to trade him plus all the picks for mm-hmm. like a superstar, that you know if he tore something like his ACL that might hinder it. Something like yeah. this is not going to affect his trade value at all. Anyone who's trading for him would be interested in, you know, they're a rebuilding team. If you're trading your best player for 19 year olds, you're, mm-hmm. you're looking four years down the line. So right. on the one hand that, but more likely than not, he will be a warrior next year, which is probably a great thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they need him to work over the summer and finding out this is potentially a knee injury. That's more of the, one to three month variety than the Mm. six to nine month variety means he will still have a lot of time to work on it. You know, one month would be end of, 
would be middle of May, end of May. Three months would be July. He would still have four months before the season started to really do those tailored workouts to work on his defense, work on his jump shot, whatever right. skills the Warriors determine they want him to improve on going into next year. I hope they want him to improve on his jump shot. Fingers Ab- crossed. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but I, one of the things that does suck though is if he is done for the season, I mean, it felt like there was, I don't want to say turning a corner because that, that implies some dramatic change in his game, but it felt like he was turning smaller corners. Like you started to see the light bulb going off a little bit on defense and a little bit, you know, not always in the right spot, but in the right spot a little more often than he used to be. And, and same thing offensively. It felt like there was this tangible growth coming and then he gets hurt and now he's just done for the, probably done for the season. Yeah, it felt like the last three games he was playing with a lot of aggression, using those physical gifts, really just kind of owning the paint. Um, I thought the Milwaukee game might have been his best half of basketball, just given the competition level. I know they didn't have Giannis, but that's still a very good team that he kind of owned the interior on, which has not been something he's done all year as a rookie. And you know, it does suck for him that that's happening. I think we just got to look at the the bright side of it. It's you know, hopefully not the worst injury. It's mm-hmm. not the worst game. Hey, even if he has the worst meniscus injury possible, um, the one that the doc laid out, that would be like in the four plus month variety. Mm-hmm. That's still substantially better than an ACL tear or yes. anything else that can yes. happen in the knee. So we got to look at it that way. Yeah. Um, I want to, I want to, before we get out of here, let's talk about the short term here. Now the Warriors have Kevon Looney, our guy, Alan Smilegeach, and Draymond Green at center. Hey, Juan Toscano Anderson. Yeah, Juan. Juan will get into the rotation, but yes, exactly. Juan Toscano Anderson. They, anyone they sign from here on out would not be playoff eligible. So this is kind of what they have to roll with the rest of the way. I'm sure they will pick up, uh, maybe they'll bring Damian Jones back or someone on a 10 day, a couple 10 days to just help them get through the rest of the season. But mm-hmm. what do you think this does for the Warriors as they're fighting for the play in? They're dealing with the Pelicans right on their heel. Um, you know, they, they don't have enough breathing room that they can just start sliding. Yeah. That's what I like. Kerr's going to have to get creative, right? We've, we've been in, we've seen him in this spot before when Wiseman's been out, but it's never been pretty. It's never worked. Like size was a problem when they had a guy who was seven feet tall in their lineup. And, and now, now they don't. Um, I'm fascinated to see what the answer is. Um, because there's not, I, I, I have, I have no idea what what they do. Because you know what they do for a week or a week right. and a half. We've seen them do it before, and but, we know that small ball lineup is their best lineup. Right. But if they have no alternative, there does come a point where Draymond and Juan Toscano and Anderson just probably don't have legs. Like the, right, fifty percent of the reason you want big men in there is so you can use Draymond at center when you need to, you don't mm-hmm. want, you don't want Draymond, you know, playing 48 minutes a game at center because he's not going to make it through a month and a half of basketball right. like that. Right. And that's, that's the issue they run into. Okay. So even if they get through these last 19 games and they fight off the Pelicans and let's say that let's just, let's get crazy and say they pass the Spurs. Now they're right. in a play in game where they've busted their asses. They're way undersized and they've busted their asses to get there. And now they're in a play-in situation against, uh, you know, San Antonio or Memphis or whoever it is. And that just, you like that matchup where they're healthy. 
you right. don't like it as much when uh, they're running on fumes after 19 games of not having a player over six, nine in their lineup. Yeah. And then, and then that, that comes to the other point of Looney isn't exactly Mr. Durability himself. Yeah. Uh, they've tried to keep him under 20 minutes just because of, I mean, he's had more hip surgeries than any 25 year old on earth should have, but um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I guess, keep your fingers crossed that the Wiseman meniscus news does remain on the lower side of outcomes in terms of it, because what really matters is him being healthy in the summertime and working on his game and getting to where they want him to get next season. And I think ideally it's something really minimal where, you know, it's that three week kind of time frame where, okay, maybe he misses the rest of the regular season, but by the time a possible playing game comes around, maybe he can play in that and give them 15 minutes. Right. Even if he comes back, it's not like you're going to get the James Wiseman you saw today, but like maybe if you can give him 10 minutes in a playing game, that might be the difference that might help them out. Um, last question before I let you go, does the Wiseman meniscus news affect the, the 49ers selecting Mac Jones at number three? Yeah, I think so. I think it has to, right? <laughs> they have to go in a different direction. They have to yeah. look for a quarterback with more athleticism to make up for James Wiseman being out exactly. on the Warriors. Exactly. I think they they are going to look for the tallest available. They need size. Um, they're going to look for the biggest available quarterback and bring him in. Kyle Trask, back in play. Yeah, that a- absolutely. I don't think he was ever out of play. All a smokescreen. Trask at three, who says that? Absolutely. All right, Kyle. appreciate you. You got anything you want to plug? Got it. Uh, Candlestick Chronicles, subscribe, rate, and review if you haven't. We're doing locker rooms um, leading up to and after the draft. Uh, so so stay locked in there. Yeah, it's fun watching you guys have the same anxiety Andy and I have from now until the draft. Very fun. It's uh, <laughs> What's funny is the the uh, the similarities that, that you guys have about Steve Kerr that 49ers fans have about Kyle Shanahan and his unwillingness to do anything other than uh, what got him to where he is. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.